0: We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected you. you. About my
1: marriage? But what are about what you told us about? Your With the most us. I don't know. So don't don't ever freeze. So nice nice like like Let me tell that you something. the only thing. It If I want you to go to vote, it I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm talking to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo so podcast so on the nice Buttered nice Pop Network. Hola, maybe I should say as well, because we are going south of the border to Mexico on Real Housewives of Dallas this week. We are so excited to do this recap. It's me, as always, Eddie Estrada, your host for Hot and Bravo. And I'm once again with my co-host for all things Dallas, and that is Armin. I was gonna say arms, and I like you could say arms. I was I always say arms. I always give you like a nip game. I don't know. I'm like cracked out on like like my cold brew right now. I did a homebrew. <laughs> yes. Brew. So look, it's not Starbucks. It's a homebrew that I bought. I abroad. love a good homebrew. So I'm like it's like extra cracky where you're like ah! Ryan. I'll Well, we
0: we do our little home brews here in the studio. Oh, we do. Your espresso sometimes get me yes. going.
1: Um, they get me going. Yeah, I That's mean, good stuff. But not going like tequila, uh, And Yeho. <laughs> Anajo, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So Dallas was really interesting this week. That's what I'm gonna say, uh, to say the least. And, um, it looks like Leanne might have a foil. She might have finally have a contender. Uh, someone that can go face to face with her. I mean, we had Brandy, kind of. Deandra is yes. too much of a mouse. She's too much of a beta. Ever stand up <laughs> to Leanne, even though she pretends like she can. Stephanie cowers in the in this in the in fear when Leanne <laughs> comes a coming We've seen it before. We'll see it again. And Cameron is so far up Leanne's butt that she'll never will face her face to face. She's because she's facing her other face with that little <laughs> brown nose of her. Um, but we had a little bit of Carrie action. New Carrie was ready to uh, go head to head with that dragon.
0: Well, we called it. Carrie is an alpha. 100%. She's going to speak her mind. And uh, she did it. Right away on that trip, the moment she wasn't vibing with Leanne, but we'll get to that because we will.
1: That's the back half of
0: the episode. I just
1: like to tease it out. Get you guys ready. Give you a little taste before we love a good tease. I love to tease. Um, But let's talk about a big tease, and that is Deandra. (laughs) Deandra could not come to her uh, appointment, business meeting with Travis Holman, because she had a hair emergency. I have to say. At first, I was like, "Is she for real?" First of all, you don't send a text at one fifty the night before an eight a.m. meeting and be like, oh, I can't believe Stephanie didn't tell Travis." You texted her at one fifty a.m. She probably didn't wake up by the time Travis got up to go to work. Also, you know, you know what, know I what I mean? that means, right? She was out drinking. She was out she drinking. She was a whole hundred percent. Yeah, but
0: look, and I know by the way, like hair can take a long time. Like it could take a very long time.
1: Oh, coloring especially can take. Yes. Four hours, easily. Like, if you're getting it really well done, it takes a long time. So I understand.
0: But there's no hairstylist working 6 p.m. to 2 a.m.
1: Absolutely not. Not one. And the fact, okay. Let's be
0: real about this. Let's be
1: real about it. But I was, at at the second thought I had was, oh my gosh.
0: Defending her?
1: Well, no, I was like, the reason she didn't come was she didn't want to be on camera with orange hair. And then I was like... But then she said it was okay. Like then things didn't start adding up. And then no, it was because like, remember she
0: had to like color it multiple times to get it right. Yeah. So she ultimately gets it right. But then she says, right, that she needed her sleep. Yes. That was like the final part of the text. Just get a little less sleep one
1: night, and just go okay? into yeah. You can still go into the meeting. I've thought. Travis Have you was- never been tired? No, Deandra doesn't do tired. Mama D's never let her be tired. (laughs) What a nice life. Her worst
0: potential problem is getting five hours of sleep.
1: Oh, if I only get (laughs) seven hours of sleep, I won't survive. Jeremy will have to carry me everywhere.
0: I would throw a damn parade if I got five hours of sleep. I know you would. You'd be like,
1: thank Jesus. Yeah, five
0: hours? Come on. Because she could wake up at seven and make it to the meeting.
1: It's insane to me. I was 100%... Understanding of Travis's upsetness, I loved um,
0: I loved his message when he, basically this is the message: Hey Dandra, fuck off! Happy birthday! Yeah, that's was, that's the whole I message. I like how he ended,
1: Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, that's the whole message. All right, uh, no, it was, and then he's like, and then step. I like Stephanie though, because Stephanie's like, it's my friend. You got to be nice to my friend. Like, this is my relationship. Like, and then she's like, yeah, Travis can get a big head sometimes. Tra- what is it, Tremaya Carey? she understands that he's like, basically thinks he's like the big diva now. Right. But he is like rolling in dough. I like give it to him. Like, I mean, he's probably got as much money as Mariah. No. You don't think?
0: Do you know how much Mariah Carey has? I don't know. A lot of money.
1: I, Travis Holdman loaded.
0: Of not, not that loaded. No, no, I no. can
1: dream. You know, have, <laughs> you know, Travis Holdman is, um, top five house, house husband for me. <laughs> um, so I would never miss a meeting with Travis.
0: And, and Stephanie also said, uh, when Travis was saying that he would never do another meeting with her, he wasn't going to give her a do over. Stephanie's like, Oh, you're not Beyonce. Yeah.
1: You're not Beyonce. honey. You're not Beyonce. Okay. I, I won't do another meeting. I mean, honestly,
0: frankly, I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't either because it's like, it's like her hair is more important than her business is what it sounds right. like. And it's like, okay, that's your priority. Like, and the fact that he like had literally like, Pulled documents, did research on her company for her for, and this is all for free. Like, th- he's just doing this as a friend. Like, it's a big F you. It's a big middle finger.
0: When frankly there is zero excuse. Yeah, and I think Deandra had some line in there about how like she's not unprofessional. No, you are unprofessional. You didn't show up.
1: Let's talk the- about her. Um, her voicemail. Back to him. Let's skip ahead and just finish yeah. the whole. L- 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 d- 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 I almost said Dorinda, Deandra. And Travis thing. so then eventually she's like talking with Jeremy and Jeremy's like, well, you did screw up. And she's yep. like, well, like Stephanie, even though it's not her fault, didn't get the message. He's like, Travis doesn't want to hear about the hair. Travis doesn't want to hear about the text message. Travis wants you to hear. I screwed up. I'm sorry. Can we please get another meeting? So she calls and is terrified. You can hear it in her voice. Oh, it
0: sounds like she's going to cry.
1: I think she does at least like yeah, cry she, a little bit. Yep. She like tears up. Um,
0: She's mortified. She's
1: mortified. I mean, but like as she should be. I was honestly not expecting her to make that phone call. I wasn't expecting to hear her call back to see that scene. but
0: Honestly, if she wasn't in a cast with Stephanie, I feel like she's one of those people that would just like cut ties.
1: Oh, she would just never call back?
0: Yeah, never talk to them ever she's again.
1: like, well, <laughs> like, I am so so that American. one up. Yep. Bye. <laughs> if they want to talk to me? I am a Simmons.
0: Block their numbers and just avoid them for the rest of her life. She is that kind she's of person. She's that
1: totally kind of person. Uh, which makes me laugh so much. It's so damn You know but that kind of person, I right? I 100% yeah. know that person. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, well, like, a oh, bye. Or like a, a bad, like one bad yeah. date. And then it's like, I'm just going to block them so I don't have to talk to them again. And it's yeah. like, you can't just ghost every single thing in your life. Like, that does not work.
0: I was talking to this guy that I knew back in college just yeah. recently. Actually, you saw me ran into his girlfriend uh, at, uh, at, po- at Countess and Friends. Yeah. yeah. And so I talked to him that night and I hadn't heard from him in years. So he kind of screwed me and my friend over and it wasn't that big of a deal to us though. I swear we didn't really care. Totally forgot about it. And we were talking and he brought, brought it up and he brought it up because that he said that was the reason why he never reached out to us again and basically ostensibly ghosted us because he was so afraid of how much he screwed up.
1: (laughs) some people's anxiety is like that bad like, yeah like honestly like is that person I immediately yeah. thought of that Wow that's <laughs> like that is so Deandra because like she was like I she would honestly you think you're right if it wasn't for the show and the cameras weren't on her I think she would have yeah. been like Travis Holman block and never have to talk to that guy again
0: and you know what's crazy her meeting with Travis was also a production
1: yeah she missed a shoot
0: yeah it was a part of the production schedule yeah like that's a huge deal you you can't miss shoots.
1: No, you can't. That's like big time because it's
0: there's a lot of money. There's
1: a lot of money in just one shoot. Whether you're filming for five minutes or five hours, it costs to get the people there. Yep. Equipment there. You still
0: have to pay for the labor when all the cameramen and the PAs and everyone shows up. It's not like because you didn't shoot, you they don't, don't get paid. They don't get paid. Oh no, they gotta get paid. Of course. They Every deserve it. They got to go there.
1: They work, they get paid.
0: Yep. So she mess up big time. Um, But honestly, I feel like production wasn't that mad because it ended up being funny.
1: It was like a good, yeah. They're probably like, I just made like a little bit of overtime and we got a good storyline. So I'm happy. Uh, Let's talk about another cringeworthy moment in this episode, which is Leanne and her um, glitter fart and friend at.
0: (laughs) Asking for the free dress.
1: The free dress. Very awkward. I was
0: appalled. The way that they asked.
1: It's like oh, what can we do this for 10,000? Oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, 7,000? Well, you know Leanne's friends have been she's done so much for her friends that they're all doing things for her. <laughs> if you catch my drift, some grifter over here trying to like get free shit off Leanne. I feel bad for the the
0: designer because that's a lot of time, effort, materials, expense to her and I totally get that you're an essential part of the community, have connected a lot of businesses to other businesses and consumers, but it didn't seem like they had a previous relationship. And they were Well, almost...
1: she did, she did uh, do her engagement dress. Okay. She did say that the engagement right, dress was done by part. her.
0: So there is a little bit of a previous relationship. However, I almost felt like they bullied her because... Yes. They had her on camera. Yes. And... It's hard to say no when you're on camera because you don't want to look like an asshole.
1: It was, it was a setup. It I felt really bad. Her. And my thing, and that what also bugs me is like, there's this, there's a big wave of people who don't understand that like creatives still need to get paid. There's so yep. much time, labor, energy that they could be doing for a paid job, making someone else a dress, making someone else a graphic, taking pictures for someone else and actually get paid for it. And you go in like, yep. oh, well, like, can you do my wedding? I'll put, give you a seat at the wedding. And like, <laughs> it's like, no, pay them for the work that they're doing. Like this is their livelihood. It's not just like, oh, I'm making dresses for fun can right. you make me a dress no this isn't like project runway bitch like this is for like money
0: and leanne has some money
1: yeah go, go to you know dress barn d- find a nice you know discount you know maybe previously worn uh thing maybe bring it back to someone have them touch it up something old something new
0: right yeah there are options like we aren't talking like one destitute artist to another Right,
1: yeah. it's not like my art has you know keeping me like working and like I have no money and I really want you another know, artist you. will help
0: out. Yeah, you know. it's like
1: oh no, I'm rich. I know I'm on people a TV who give. Uh,
0: you mentioned photography. I know people who give highly discounted to free headshots to other people, which then allows a person to get a headshot like f- for free. For, yeah. And then it allows the photographer to get to add more stuff to their portfolio.
1: Exactly, and it's
0: like, okay, well, we know neither of us have money, you know, I so was let's in, help um, each other out here.
1: Megan portfolios, uh, Megan Patzel's portfolio <laughs> once, and uh, I helped. I was her like, oh, photography assistant. Very nice. I actually, don't remember she took a picture of me. I think I was too ugly. But Nick Poles definitely got a few <laughs> Stop. pictures. I but was. did you get paid for the gig? No, because I was helping out. Megan. You're helping out. Yeah. So one destitute two artist to another
0: works. Leanne Locken. You're not destitute. It
1: made me mad. Like it made yeah. me like have like a bitter taste in my mouth. And I know I was always said, like, I love Leanne Lockin'. And I do, I really do love Leanne Lockin, but she's just been kind of like in a really dark place this season. And it's kind of making me have a bad taste in my mouth about her. It was this moment that just seemed greedy, um, and rude almost, even though I understand it's like, do you really need to dress by that person then? Like
0: It was cringe, really. Yeah,
1: it was it was really cringy that she had her a, the glitter farting assistant there to like <laughs> pull the trigger because damn, I, I don't think I could ever do that to someone. Her GFA. I don't, I don't think I could ever give something. If someone even gives something to, to me for free, I still give them money for, some, you know, at least here or like, you know, it's like, Oh, like me like, yeah, I just can't do it, but it's too weird. It's because like, well, I don't know. I mean, you could take a gift. A gift's different than like a favor or like, you know, like, Oh, I'm, I can drive you and it's like, oh, well, like, let me get you gas. No, 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 I don't. Need, well, let me still give you at least $20 for gas. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. It's the principle.
0: Well, yeah, but sometimes I love to gift my friends things with yeah. without any expectation or anything in return. I will never accept anything. Uh, but this isn't your friend. This is a business owner. And you have money. And you're putting them in front of the camera to corner them to give you something for free.
1: I couldn't even tell you the name of the this designer. Is, this is
0: egregious, right. And they didn't even really give you any pub. This is different. This is exploitation. I, can't even, I don't even think it's really comparable to like a friend giving a friend something. No, it
1: felt very, very scammy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't trust this wedding wedding planner.
0: I'm hoping Leanne's just stressed. Him and his
1: bad freaking toupee wig. <laughs> it's like, dude...
0: He's no Kevin Lee, huh? And even Kevin Lee's got his problems. That's a
1: whole other beast. Thank <laughs> God he isn't like Kevin Lee because Kevin Lee's a misogynist and fatphobe. <laughs> right. But hey, you can't have them all. You got a Glare Fartin, a grifter from the South, and you got Kevin Lee calling people fat and being a, a, a misogynist up in Beverly Hills. Like.
0: I guess it's just the wedding planning in- Can industry. Can we get
1: someone good? Can we get a nice person, a nice wedding planner? No, it's a where's, part. Where's JLo J- when you need right. her? Where's friggin' JLo?
0: Where's McConaughey he- and J-Lo? Yeah, Come
1: on. <laughs> uh, where's Martha Stewart?
0: She wrote jail? the book on wedding planning.
1: <laughs> Is she back in jail yet? <laughs> wedding planning from prison. Let's talk about Mexico, because I yes. was. I first of all, I gotta say. I was a little mad at the beginning of the episode when like Cameron and Leanne are like drunk and they're like saying that, oh they're practicing they're like Me- mexicano and they're like mm. grande two grande bags and like it's just like very offensive because like I don't know. it's someone's language and that's like how someone speaks and it's like someone like it's just it's rude. I it's feel like, like they did
0: this last season when they went to the Netherlands too.
1: They. It. They. It's, it's
0: this cast.
1: It's. It's bad, and it just. Ma- it made me kind of like very upset because like Spanish is a beautiful language, and it's spoken by millions of people around the world, and it just felt like they were res- like resorting to like old, like childhood taunts, and it's just like. You don't need to see, like, Mexicano. I wasn't laughing. You could say, like, Spanish. And if you're actually trying to learn Spanish, like, Cameron's Westcott kids speak basically fluent Spanish. Like, they were, like, schooling their mom on what she was saying. And... Right. It was just, like, it It just annoyed me. I just had to put it out there. Sorry, Leanne and um, Cameron. And, I mean, even with, a, like, a someone who's from Mexico on the show, they had the audacity to, like, make fun of the trip and the place that they're going to. But... That's my soapbox. I'm off it now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just
0: super disrespectful.
1: um, I'm very Cameron when I travel. So as you know... Three bags. As you know, I went to Big Bear last weekend for literally like two days. I was there for like maybe 40, like 56 hours total. I brought enough clothes for like three weeks. I was like shoving stuff in my bag and everyone's like, what did you bring? I did have three costume changes on, like, the third day. They were just outfit changes. Costume? Well, not costume. Like, I had different outfits for the day. I had, like, my wake-up outfit that I put on for, like, breakfast. And then it was like, oh, we're going to go play, like, drinking games. I had an outfit for that. And then I had another, like, bathing suit for the hot tub. And then I switched into Well, another, a bathing
0: like, suit is a bathing suit. And then
1: another nighttime outfit. So, like, I needed all of the outfits to kind of transition through the day. <laughs> but, hey three bags to Mexico for a weekend. Do you have any versatile
0: outfit? Like any outfit that could carry you from brunch (sighs) through at, at the very least brunch through the day drinking. And then you can change for nighttime. That makes sense. Um, Maybe you wear shorts throughout the day. And then at night you put on some nice pants. when When
1: you're like at a house and you have like, or at a hotel and you like have the option to like, just run back up to your room and change really quick. I'm like, why not take advantage Like, I do it when I go on trips all the time where I'm, like, near the hotel.
0: You're, like, four or five outfits a day. Maybe, like, four. Seven, eight pairs of underwear a day.
1: I bring, like, also, like, extra underwear because you never know what's going to happen. You always got to (laughs) bring double of what you love the week. That's just my thing. I usually bring... Half in your luggage and half in your carry-on.
0: Well, I bring, like, probably, like, 1.5 per day.
1: Okay, that's like smart. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, if like, let's say I'm going for three days, probably like five, maybe six.
1: If you were going to just in case, right? If, if you were going for a weekend and if you were there for three days, how many bathing suits would you bring?
0: One bathing suit is one.
1: Four to five because I don't know which one I'm going to wear each day and I have to wear a different bathing one. Bathing suit, day. you just
0: need one bathing suit.
1: This is like where we're different. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very Cameron Westcott in the sense. Um, so I looked up Correas because I didn't know where it was. Mm-hmm. And it's south of Puerto Vallarta. It's about two, it's about a two-hour and 45-minute drive from Puerto Vallarta. So that's not where they fly in. They actually fly in south of Correas because it's an hour and like 45, 50-minute drive from that airport. I can't remember which one it was to the home. I literally was like straight up Googling this because I was so interested in her home. And when you Google Correas. Um, her house shows up. Like the blue house is like oh, essentially real? like a landmark of the place.
0: I mean, it's absurd.
1: Have you? Do you? I so you know I go to Mexico a lot. Right, I go like to Mexico like once a year. Um, I don't think we're going this year, but last year we went to Puerto Vallarta. The year before I went to Mazatlan. I've been to Oaxaca, Cuitneo. Um, but basically a lot of these places to get from where, like, you fly to, like, the resort place or where, like, the, like, hub of tourism is, you have to at least take, like, an hour drive. Puerto Vallarta was really mm. close because it's, like, you fly right in and you can just go to the marina and it's right there, and, like, depending on where you're going. But, like, I've only Cabo, been to Cancun and Cabo. So, Cancun was a little bit easier. Cabo, you still have to drive to, like, get to, like, where, like, Mango Duck and stuff is. It's, like, a 45-minute drive, like a 30- to 40-minute drive.
0: Okay, to, I don't remember. I haven't been in years.
1: Oh, I definitely remember that from... um spring break because we would like get the Kronos for the car. We would take shots and then we'd get into the car and then, then have like a bucket of Kronos for us in the car and we would drink as we're like driving to like our hotel. And then we get to the hotel and then we'd unpack and fight everyone to like get our room keys. Cause like <laughs> everyone's goes to the same hotel and it's like all these 20s. Oh God, I miss Cabo, <laughs> but I don't know. Leanne complaining about the drive is like, was too much. It bugged me because Leanne just started complaining about everything. Everything the rooms I thought Carrie was very fair with the rooms. I thought Leanne was acting like a spoiled brat.
0: I will say this though, if there is one bed in the room, but there's enough there are enough rooms for everyone um, and even rooms with two beds and but you want to room with someone because you know you want to just like form that connection, at the very least pick one of the rooms with two beds, right?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I do get what you're saying, but at just the for
0: comfortability's th-
1: sake. Uh, true. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there was, like, she wanted certain only certain rooms used. Maybe there was, like... Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe, like... so Like, you know, sometimes when you go into, like, a vacation house, it's like, oh, pick your rooms, but, like, this is the master room. Like, you can't... Just don't get in that room. where it's like, oh, you're at this cabin. There's, like, a room that's, like, off limits. And
0: she did have her room.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. And so I think it was just kind of, like, a respect thing. And I... I mean, even DeAndre and Brandy and everyone was, like, you know, if someone brings you in as a guest like you take the room you get like you can't be like well this one's like too much they're not paying for the house they're not all going in on this vacation this is carrie's home that she's offering up to these people with all the perks that come with it a full staff food drink amazing views like right. don't buy a gift horse or what is it don't bite a gift <laughs> horse in the mouth or don't look a gift horse in the mouth <laughs> don't bite the hand that feeds you that's it yeah <laughs> don't look a
0: gift horse yeah, in the
1: mouth. Yeah, you know me. I always mash them up. I'm a up. Right, right. Don't bite a gift horse don't, in the mouth. Don't,
0: you know, uh, nitpick a gift. Be appreciative. Exactly. Right. Um, But yeah, my procedure as a host is a little different though because I don't have any expectations of my guests except to at least, you know, be respectful of the home and mm-hmm. uh, to be reasonably clean. But even then, oh, I've had... Some bad guests. But, for example, at my apartment, we had an air mattress, but we also had that huge couch. Yeah. And for me, doesn't matter. Do you want to take the couch? Do you want to take the air mattress? Uh, feel free to leave the TV on. Whatever. I try to create a situation where, you know...
1: They're comfortable.
0: Yeah. You know, my home is your home. Yeah. So, I don't... L- ascribe certain expectations or try to force the guests into an exact experience okay again other than really just just be reasonably clean but even then i don't really have like a a bunch of rules i've never ever had a guest come and lay out a bunch of rules for them uh so i can't imagine dictating to a guest where they should sleep if my guest wants to sleep on a couch air mattress the floor Obviously, that's why it's funny to me, because in this situation, it's like you have seven rooms, <laughs> and you have beds for everyone, and you have uh, rooms with two beds. So to expect someone to sleep in the same bed as you, I think it, in this in this context, it, it'd be nice, yeah. right? Like, I, I don't think there's any intent here, uh, but I wouldn't get mad at that. Okay. But- now, of course... Right, this isn't a single incident. exactly. There is, is context. This
1: is just one in a bunch of right. things that Leanne's doing.
0: But I do think that w- in that one instance, um, Carrie should not have been bugged by it.
1: I mean, I was a little bugged by it. I'm Were you Carrie. by by that specific thing? Well, my thing, I guess, just my thing is, is like I would never do that. Like I feel like I would be like, yes, oh my gosh, totally, I'll just, like stay with you just because, like, I understand that, like, I'm as a guest the guest, you would, you would yeah. stay, yeah, and so. I understand why a host would be upset when someone's basically like, oh, okay, well it's my vacation. Like, thanks for the house. Like kind of acting like it's her own. And I think it was a power struggle for sure. It was Leanne trying to assert her dominance over Carrie. And she said, she did apologize on Twitter and said she felt like Carrie already didn't like her. So that's why she was kind of being combative. And she, she felt like it was like a setup for her to like stay with her kind of thing. But it's like, get over yourself. That's no excuse. But let's talk about Leanne's other issues. Right, right, right. First being the most negative person to ever walk in this place. She's like, the, the drive's too long. I could have flown. And it's like, we'll get over it. Like, that's Mexico. At least you have alcohol in the car. Um, then she's like, oh, you can't drink and walk around this place. Like, you're going to fall. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, every little thing. She had a problem. The food. I don't want beets. I don't want to throw up. Yeah. Like, the beets. It was like, dude, are you going to have a good time? Or you're just. And then she's like, I'm not a negative person. I had an inspirational blog for... <laughs> For goodness sakes, and it's like, well, just because you have a blog doesn't mean you're not a being a little biatch.
0: I think Leanne actually doesn't realize what she's saying is perceived as negative. I think she just makes these observations, and they are negative observations. Yeah. Um, but I think in her mind, I don't think she may even be having a bad time. I actually think she's just going about her day. Moment by moment, and you know, she's a, yeah, commentating. She's a little annoyed by the by the length of the drive, she's gonna say something about it. She feels like uh there's way too many stairs, she's going to say something about it. But and it kind of speaks back to the point about the room. You were saying that as a guest, if your host had an expectation of you, then you would acquiesce, right? Yeah. But I, I don't think Leanne thinks about any of these situations through the lens of anyone else in the situation other than herself. Okay. Right? So it's kind of the difference. And I don't even know if that means she's apathetic. Right? I think she is an empathetic person. You can kind of tell through a lot of her charitable endeavors and how much she thinks about disenfranchised communities. But I think on her own, like, day-to-day life and, like, the whole whole play-by-play of her life... She is not thinking. Oh, how can my comments be damaging the vibe for the six other people here?
1: I definitely get that. How did you feel about Leanne basically like countering Carrie's story with her own story, and how the women are kind of like she brings this up as a way to kind of like stop conversations or to like that shock was Stephanie's people? theory. Yeah, right.
0: I do have to say, I feel for Leanne.
1: I a hundred percent feel for Leanne. Yeah,
0: um, and I I can understand how Stephanie can feel like it's manipulative
1: with having shared a similar experience.
0: Right, and we uh, learned about that last season. Yeah, right. That Stephanie had attempted suicide. And then you have DeAndre,
1: whose brother did this, committed suicide.
0: You know, we've known about this from day one. Leanne has gone through a lot of adversity. Mm -hmm. And I know Deandra says and Brandy says that she can't keep going to that well. I kind of think she can. You know, it's your experiences don't leave you. It's not with a snap of the finger that you could let all that stuff go. In fact, often even one traumatizing experience can stick with you forever. Even if it's one uh, traumatic experience that's maybe one minute. And she was talking about being molested for for every years. other week for eight years. For eight years, basically, eight years of abuse, eight years of torture. Yes, that she had to withstand, and then because of that trauma, attempting suicide three times. Right, I I would have no expectations of that person. Yeah, and uh, except to hopefully try to seek help. Right. Yeah, that's it. You know, and to be supportive. And to be communicative because um, Leanne is very aware that she's got issues. Yeah, She says it. She always says it. She's like, yeah, dude, I had the worst upbringing. I'm still carrying that shit with me today. She's not a person in denial who goes, oh, I had the worst childhood. I'm perfect now and then wreaks havoc. Yeah. She wreaks havoc. She's very self-aware in that sense. She is. But they kind of use that against her like, oh, she loves to use her past as an excuse to do terrible things. No, no. Look, she's working through issues like all y'all. Dandre, yeah. you couldn't even go to a freaking meeting, so I don't really want to hear from you. Exactly. You could, the simplest meeting of someone giving you free business advice. Just
1: be supportive. She's aware. What do you think? Um, I agree with you. I mean, I I feel like this is something that like you can't expect someone to get over. You can't expect anyone to ever get over anything because you don't know everyone's different. Personally, me, I feel like I bounce back from things pretty quickly. Um, but I've also haven't been assaulted for eight years as a child on and off every other week. Like, you know, and, and that's where I can't put my, I can't put my head in Leanne's mind and I can't understand where she's coming from, but I can give her the empathy and the understanding that she deserves. And I mean, you know, I think the other ladies do kind of give her a hard time, but, and maybe they see a part of her or they understand like a different side of her. Maybe she is being manipulative with it that we don't see, but like, I mean, I think she can talk about it for as long as she needs.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, I hope they just talk to her about it and tell them how, tell her how they feel. Yeah. Rather than you know maybe be insidious about it and maybe kind of talk behind her back and plot against her, uh, because that's not what she needs at this. She needs moment. support. Yeah.
1: I'm very interested for next week. I mean, Dallas is always good. I'm excited to see the rest of this Mexico trip move forward. Um, I think that's it. Yeah.
0: We covered it all. We mentioned it all.
1: Mentioned it all. Um, Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single Dallas recap or any of our other recaps, subscribe to wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys are on social media, being Twitter and Instagram, we're at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. That's at Hot and Bravoed. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Mahram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Strada on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you guys next week.